This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Uh, coming up on the show, anyway, we're going to be talking basketball, NBL. Tom Abercrombie's on the line. We're going to chat to him about the upcoming Breakers season. They've got a few new recruits. Jariah Martin, he's played 18 games in the NBA. What a get for uh, the Breakers Nation. Looking forward to chatting to Tom Abercrombie. He is the store. He is the leader. He is the coral in the Breakers outfit. He, outfit. he has been there for many, many years. He knows what it takes to win a championship for the Breakers. And then coming up, we got Craig Calder of the South Canterbury Rugby Union. He is the CEO, and, well, Trudy's News touched on it. If you want to go to that game, free vaccinations, free vaccinations at that game. And if you get the vaccination, you get a free entry into the match. How good is that from South Canterbury? Don't be a dick, get a prick. There you go. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to chatting to Craig. But right now, we got Tom on the line. Yesterday, Hoop fans got the return of the NBA after an off-season, which felt like it came and went in a blink. Now the countdown is on for the NBL, which is set to tip off at the start of December. Tom Abercrombie is the captain of the Breakers and one of the linchpins of the basketball in NZ, and he's with us now. And, well, Tom knows how I can dunk it. I did a wee little promotion with Tom, and he's seen my dunk, and I got hops, mate. How good? Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Izzy. You're delusional, mate. It's a bit early for you. <laughs> yeah, hey, mate. You, you, hey, you saw my hops, bud. You just didn't see the chair that was underneath the hoop, eh? Hey? Yeah, exactly. But, hey, it's all right. It's just what's up top that counts, eh? Hey? <laughs> so it's all about camera work, bud. It's all about camera work. But, mate, how you been? How's preparations been? You're obviously in, in Auckland. It's been a pretty tough time up there. How, how have you been able to prepare and train and and get ready for the upcoming season, mate. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's been been a little tough. We were kind of helped out a little bit in the fact that our, our season was delayed quite a bit. You know, we would, would have usually been starting first week of October and pushed back to um, December, December 4th start date for us now. So we've had a little bit of extra time, but, um, you know, level four, not, not able to do, to do anything really. So a lot of... Um, going down to the rugby club and running around the field and doing a bit of stuff on our own. But uh, Level 3, we've been able to get back and do some stuff in some small groups, which has been good. But, um, you know, obviously, we want to get the whole squad together. We've got a couple of guys waiting for us over in Australia. Um, mm. And, you know, we're just, we're just waiting to sort of firm up what our plans are in terms of, um, you know, relocation over there. And uh, But it looks like, you know, we're going to be over there until sort of early, early February. Um, so, you know, a good challenge for us to start the season on the road again. But, uh, you know, hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel and, and we'll have some, some home games at the end of the season. If we can get off to a really good start, then, 
you know, put us in a really good spot. But um, you know, I like the group that we've got put together this year, and um, yeah, just itching to get started. It feels like it's been a, another longest off season in history. <laughs> it has, mate. It has. Let's talk about the squad. You've, you've assembled a uh, pretty exciting squad. You got some French flair coming from France. You got some NBA coming. Uh, Jeremiah Martin coming over. You've got yourself, uh, Finn Delaney. Squad shaping up relatively nicely, mate. You, what, what are you hoping for the season? Obviously a win, but you got the squad and the chemistry to go over there and do well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, we've got a, a good Kiwi core there, as you said, but um, yeah, some mm. exciting new pieces as well with the the two young Frenchies who have come in, and um, you know, I've been really impressed with what I've seen from those guys. They can they can both play they've got a good feel for the game, as as most um, the young European players do. They they seem to have just a a really good feel and, and IQ for the game, and both those guys have got that, and obviously got that that X factor, which is why they're on you know a lot of draft boards for next year as well. So excited with what, with what those guys can bring. Um, you know, Peyton Peyton Seaver, our point guard, who's joined us, is he's going to be super exciting as well. Um, you know, guy with a, a lot of European experience, Euroleague experience, a really good leader. Um, you know, someone who I think is really going to fit the way that. You know, Dan coaches um, really well. You know, obviously coming from a European background himself, uh, Peyton understands that style of play and the, the subtleties and, and things that comes along with that. I uh, haven't obviously got to see Jeremiah yet, but um, you know, pretty exciting player on paper. So we're just looking forward to getting it all together, getting everyone together, and um, seeing how good we can be. You know, you, you, it's one thing to to look on the on the roster and go up and down and, and see how things can look, but. Um, yeah, it's another thing, yeah. just seeing how they all come together. It, we talk about the brand. Like, there's a, Every team has an identity with how they play. You look at Golden State, they're a perimeter side. They shoot from anywhere. They like dropping bombs. How do the Breakers want to play this season? They want to play an aggressive attacking boards. They want to play moving, moving the ball around. How do you see this season shaping out with the squad you've got? Uh, look, I think with um, you know our coaching staff, there's always going to be a... Um, sort of style to how we play and, and that, that, that real mm. discipline and structure, I guess, in the half court and making sure that we're getting shots where we want to get shots from guys we want to shoot at. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a real emphasis on that. But I think this year, you know, there's going to be a bit more emphasis on um, getting getting up and in a little bit more and being a bit more of a pressure defensive team. We've got um, you know a lot of guys who can switch a lot of stuff. We're a bit more versatile. Um, so, yeah, you know, we want to create some, you know, havoc out there, create some turnovers yeah. and our versatility and length to our advantage. You know, we've got a guy like Yanni, um, Yanni Wetzel at the five who can guard anyone. So it gives us a real strength out there. You know, if things aren't, aren't going well, we um, hopefully will be able to, you know, go to a place where we can switch a lot of stuff and create um, some... You know, problems for the other team that way. But I think that'll be the, the major sort of difference for us this year is probably picking up that tempo a little bit more, trying to play a little faster at both ends, but um, you know, maintaining that, that structure and discipline that I guess um, you know, Dan's teams are known for. Mate, obviously this, the, the, with COVID and disruptions, it's not ideal. And, and for yourselves, you're going to be based in Australia, away from family and, and things like that. So it's going to be pretty tough for yourself. Have you reached out to any other organisations to get a few tips or a few ideas? You know, I know the Warriors have been based over there for a while now. And have you have you thought about that and maybe getting some ideas from other organisations? 
Yeah, we, we obviously learnt a lot about what we went through last year as well. Um, yeah, we've done it mm. all before, and there's a lot of things that uh, yeah we'll try and do a little bit differently from last year as well. And yeah, a big one of that is is uh, you know guys' personal situations and, and families and things like that. You know, there's, there's going to be options for guys if they want to take their families over with them this year. Um, you know, it's obviously not an option for everyone. My family won't be coming with me, but. Um, it's it's just about I I think a lot of guys learned a lot of things from last year and hopefully we'll do things better this year. Uh, I know the club's been in, in contact with um, you know the Warriors, the Phoenix, and seeing how you know their setups are and how they've been able to do things. But you know, to be honest, at the moment it, it's a it's a it's a tough one to sort of plan for because um, you know a lot of this stuff is, is happening yeah. at the last minute. You know, the schedule only came out a couple of weeks ago. We still don't know where we're going to be re- relocated to. So. Yeah, it's one thing to put things in place, but um, you need to know where you're going to be first. Um, so hopefully we'll get that information pretty soon. And as a captain, mate, how's that for you? Um, you're obviously a big leader in the side and you've had to lead from the front and there'll be a lot of anxiety and anxious players about there with so much uncertainty. Have you been taking a major role in trying to keep the boys calm and um, in the now? Yeah, I mean, it's it, right, like... Um, at the moment, we can only control what we can control, and um, all those all those things related to our relocation stuff are out of our control at the moment. Um, you know, we just have to have faith that the club has our best interests at heart, and they're doing what they can to to put all the appropriate features in place. Which, um, you know, I do. You know, a lot of them were over there with us last year, and, and they know what uh, what needs to happen. Yeah. So, you know, for us, it's just about at the moment trying to get the best out of. Um, our situation back in New Zealand and, and using this time to our advantage to get better. Um, and then, you know, when, when those those plans become a little bit clearer, we'll be able to talk through what that means for us as a team and, and how we sort of handle that. But um, yeah, as, a, as I said, a big learning from last year is being open and talking about that stuff, and that's something that we're going to do when the time's right. we got Tom Abercrombie here on the line, um, obviously stalwart of New Zealand basketball. Tom, it's Louie here, man. Hey, I'm curious. You've you've seen the NBL progress for a long time now. You've played in it for years and years. The overall standard of the league and where it's at to now, we've got players like um, well, RJ Barrett, Lamello, these young French guys actually making it a, a genuine option. How impressed have you seen the development and what the administrators have been able to do as far as the marketing side of it as well? Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's gone and leaps and bounds from, from when I started. Uh, this is my 13th year. and the, the standard of the league is, is a heck of a lot better uh, now than it was back then. You, you're attracting you know, top, top-class imports who you know, have EuroLeague, sometimes NBA options, and they're choosing you know, this route because mm. um, they can see the advantages of it, and, and especially in these the young kids now who you're seeing coming through and using it as a pathway uh, to get to the NBA. Um, I think that's, that's really exciting and it's something that kind of needs to happen, you know, because you know, these, these kids for a long time, all they've had is, um, you know, college to go through if they wanted to achieve their NBA dream. But, um, you know, having an alternative pathway, which, you know, I think is in a lot of ways a, a better option because they're, they're learning the professional game and, and learning to play against men night in, night out. Um, you know, guys are seeing the advantages of that and that's why we're seeing more and more guys sort of come through this, this pathway now and uh, I saw some some graphic the other day like the number of players who are playing in the NBA now that you know have played in the NBL in the last few years like it, it's crazy there's there's a lot of guys out there um, which is awesome to see mm. and that's what a lot of teams are 
almost um, you know promoting within themselves is like yeah come to us and if you get an NBA opportunity like we're not going to hold you back you, you go and take it which is a little bit different I guess to some you know top level EuroLeague teams and things like that who yeah. you know, want to lock guys into contracts and not give them NBA outs and things like that which is fair enough that's their way of doing things and, and they pay guys a lot of money but um, I think this uh, yeah this sort of pathway and way of doing things is working really well for NBA and it's going from strength to strength. Yeah, and I guess the the ESPN deal was probably a reflection of that, right? Like a, a huge powerhouse, um, a huge mm. promoter of the sport, and the fact that your games are going to be on ESPN here in, in New Zealand and Australia, I'm pretty sure, right? That that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Like you, you, as a kid, you, well, I certainly grew up watching ESPN or all the basketball on ESPN. It's like, uh, yeah, for real, it feels like that's just a, that's a big time. That's the NBA channel, and you know, for our games to be on ESPN over in America and things is um, it's pretty cool and I think that's a lot of that's to do with these young kids coming through you know kids that have got a chance of, of um, going through and making the NBA uh, those Americans want a chance to watch them uh, but also it's just a, a fun quality basketball league for them to watch I think um, the style of play is always very up-tempo and fast and um, exciting to watch people love that uh, and obviously the Americans like watching it too gives them a different option probably other than the NBA which I guess during the regular season can be at times a little bit slow and a little bit boring um, you know those guys sometimes are just going through the motion for you know they're playing 82 games um, you know we're we're putting you know the bodies on the line night in night out which um, people obviously appreciate watching Hey mate oh, we spoke about the NBA just before we let you go just before we let you go to your busy man Spoke about the NBA yesterday, so I want your MVP, your early pick for MVP, the final sides, and a player to watch throughout the competition in the NBA. <laughs> oh, this is very early calls. Um, <laughs> I think, oh, look in the finals, the Warriors are my team, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Warriors to get back there, just because I okay. I'm excited about Clay coming back and um, yep. Steph is obviously incredible. Um, so hopefully yeah. those guys can put it together and, and get back there. Uh, I think well, I think Milwaukee's going to be pretty tough as well. I, I, I can see them getting back to the big stage as well. MVP, I'm going to go with uh, KD. I think he's just you know another year we comfortable him. in Brooklyn and coming back from his <laughs> from his injury and things as well. He's going to be backfiring in all cylinders, especially if Kyrie's not there. It's just going to be a little bit more load on his shoulders. So. Um, yeah, KD for MVP. Me. Warriors and the Bucks in the final. What was your other one? Player to watch. I went Jar Morant. Player to watch. Um, you know who I think is just going to take a nut? Like he was awesome last year. Zach Levine for Chicago. Yeah, like, he took a massive step up last year. But I think he's got some more pieces around him this year going to be a little bit more attention yeah. on the balls and I think he's, he's got a chance really taking that team to the next level so I'm looking forward to watching what he does Mate, I love that he was in my uh, fantasy uh, NBA side and he got me paid last year he was so good hey Tom Abercrombie yeah. thank you so much mate Breakers Nation we're going to be watching with interest come December time mate I wish you and the team all the best on your travels and uh, go well mate appreciate your time Thank you, man. Thanks, boys. Thanks, everyone. No worries, Tom. Absolute legend. And look, if you ever want to, just just know that 
if you want NBA advice, just come to Izzy and Louie. Like, the KD, <laughs> we had our man from the Athletics, Seth, yesterday, just the captain of the breakers, just backing us. And KD, if we haven't had a bet, we, we better. We better get on. Yeah. What what was his MVP? Seven bucks, did you say? It actually drifted out to seven dollars fifty yesterday when I was having a look yesterday oh, afternoon. Man. So um they obviously aren't the TAB. Oh. Paul Moati's obviously not listening to the show intently enough, but that's all right because we'll get him on and we'll have a crack at him after this. Uh, a text we've been talking Lincoln McClutchy and um, the Hurricanes region and players and, and a text here tragedy of the modern era issued ba- Dag. I, th- I think that's meant to just be Israel. Uh, Israel Dag leaving yeah. the Landers to take the brown paper bag in Christchurch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother was spitting tax. He's a Highlanders fan and he couldn't believe it, but um. Yeah, we've got to do what you got to do, bro. You gotta, and, and look, no one's saying it was a bad career move. All right, there's heaps nah. of texts here. Steve, the Landers fan. Brian, we'll get to you guys soon talking about the Hurricanes region. But Paul Moate, the party, he's not far away. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day, 20 minutes past 8.